Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. Hey guys, this is Brian Haydad here, welcoming you to another edition of Thunder and Lightning here on the Catfish Tour. Before we get started, let's thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird. Brupolo is in Louisville, but Brewersville would work so well. Don't forget, every time now that you, you get your morning coffee at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville, you can support the Bulldog Initiative. That's right. They are a Bulldog Initiative business, so when you want to start your day the right way, you really are starting it the right way because you're helping out MSU with every purchase you make. And remember, if you can't get to Starkville or Tupelo, always head over to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Order it for shipping right to your door. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. They have the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. The Script State Revolution is here. Get you a new polo. Get it in time for kickoff. I tweeted out a link to a great one earlier today. Click that link. Buy that polo. Get yourself ready for football 2023 with Script State and College corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant, right there on the corner of Maine and Washington. It's just where you want to be for any meal at Starkville. For lunch, they have the best blue plate in town. They have the great gussied up, I'm going to say it again, country cooking at dinner. White tablecloth with a much more softer feel. Great steaks, pork chops, pastas, fried chicken, they got it all. And then for brunch on Sunday, that's just the best in town. You can't go wrong with any meal you choose to eat at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find a location near you and open an account that's going to pay dividends for you all way deep into the future. There's going to come a time in your life where you need to talk about to somebody about a loan. Do you want to talk to somebody you've never met, or do you want to talk to the people you deal with every day in your community? It's an easy choice. So bank locally, just as important as shopping locally and eating locally. PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Find one of their locations near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on the Thunder and Lightning Catfish Tour. Superior Catfish is our presenting sponsor. We are at the incredible venue of Lake Tiakata in Robbie Falk's hometown of yes. Louisville, Mississippi. What? No. You're not from here. You're from Choctaw County. No, I, I was raised. In Where do you live now? 
Where was your house growing up? Was it Winston County oh, or Chautauqua County? It was Winston County. Getting, it getting was. Dirty. Was, was the, <laughs> I was just trying to throw you off a little bit. And we are joined by our good friend, Bart Gregory, who is a man. Uh, by the way, we had a, a rumblings. You know about the rumblings. We do a weekly. I do. That. So somebody sent us a, a tweet, and this is what they said. I was in Noxipater the other day. Shout out to Bart Gregory. Uh, and I was just like, slap in the what? face. Slap in the man. face. That's okay. And so, listen, I do listen to you sh- do your show. I appreciate that. I do. I listen to Normally, your show. do you really? Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank well, you. I listen to every single Well, why, if you, listen to, if you listen to our show and I listen to your show, why do we never do shows together? This is a great question. The forbidden door is going to be open here. <laughs> I actually, let me tell you this. When I listen to you guys, it's mm-hmm. usually, I got some of them DeWalt uh, headphones. Yeah. And I'm all out on the tractor and I'm bush hogging and listening to you guys. <laughs> I want to so, tell you, I know two other people that do the same thing. They were like, when I'm doing lawn work, that is that is thunder and lightning. Yeah, that's my, that's my time. So on the tractor. In case you don't know, Bart uh, hosts what is easily, easily the second best Mississippi State podcast <laughs> out of left field with our friend Charlie Winfield. I wanted to ask you about that because you work with the Bulldog Club. Yep. And Charlie works for the Bulldog Initiative. Right. You guys kind of competing right now for those same dollars. Uh, no, not at all. Okay, and- so, so talk us through... What the Bulldog Club and the Bulldog Initiative, how do they coexist? Well, they, they coexist. Of course, the Bulldog Club is self-explanatory. And I've been working with the Bulldog Club now 20 years, which is amazing. And now you look at you the- You held a job for 20 years. I'm it's amazing. It's, it's really- it's, uh, the, the way that I can uh, get new people to buy into the thought process of BART's amazing. And so the Bulldog Initiative is, of course, that's one of the big things now in college athletics mm-hmm. is NIL. And I think if you talk to you know, Zach Selman on the- on our Road Dogs tour, if you talk to anyone associated with Mississippi State, you do understand the importance now in today's world of NIL. And that's one of the things about Mississippi State. I mean, we play in the best league in the country. I mean, if you're in the travel ball, we're playing in the elite circuit. I mean, we're not playing in double A now. We're playing in the, the, the big boys. And one of the things when you look around the country, if you're an athlete, you know that if you go to Mississippi State, you're going to have opportunities from an NIL standpoint. And so it does work together somewhat. It is separate. Uh, yes, we're going to have to continue to raise money and better our facilities uh, with the Bulldog Club, but also realize that the Bulldog Initiative is very important as well. I was, I was, that was as political an answer. He's, <laughs> this guy's politicking, man. He's already, he's already at it. So is there a future in which the Bulldog Club and the NIL can really work together, do you think? I think a lot of that is determined by the legislation that's going to come. Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing about the NCAA. We, you saw from the IRS a couple of weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal when they were talking about 501c3s and how that's going to operate as far as NIL dollars. I think that's one of the things right now is we're in uncharted territory and nobody really knows all the answers. You just have to be able to pivot quickly. And the schools that have had success are the schools that have pivoted quickly. And that's one of the great things about Charlie. And I'm not, not talking you know, good about him because he's one of my best friends. But, I mean, Charlie, from the start of this deal, is Charlie's a lot smarter guy than I am. And, as, and I'll admit that. Yeah. And the way that he's gone about structuring the NIL, of the Bulldog Initiative, and things of that nature, the decisions that he has made just from an organizational standpoint is a better than a lot of other places. You're working with the Bulldog Club. When, when we talk to fans and we, we see fans on social media on message sports, it feels like there's a lot of excitement for Mississippi State sports for Zach Arnett's first year. Obviously, what's going on with recruiting has everybody's attention right now. You know, when we talk about season tickets and we talk about people making donations to the Bulldog Club, when you talk to people, do you are you getting that same vibe? Oh yeah, absolutely. And 
listen, I love Mike Lee to death. He was a great conversationalist, great to be around. And he always, I mean, our fan base went through something over the last seven months that is unprecedented mm-hmm. that no other fan base has had to go through. And our people love Mike Leach. Mike Leach was great for Mississippi State, but then you look at Zach Arnett, and I joke with Zach all the time. I've never met – You joke with Zach Arnett? Oh, absolutely. I've never – No, he was capable of joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about Zach is is I, I don't think I've ever met a non-Mississippian that is more Mississippi than Zach Arnett. Fit. Yeah, I'm fit. And he really does. And one of the great things about Zach and, you know, being around – you guys have done this. You've been around a lot of – Really good coaches. You've been around a lot of average coaches, and you've been around probably a couple that ain't really good. And But one of the things that stands out to me about Zach Arnett that puts him in the category that I think he's got a chance to be really special as a coach is he he asks questions. And he asks a lot of questions. I mean, if, if he came in here today, he's going to be asking Luke, you know, Luke White about the, you know, about the water here and about the water levels and about the dam. That they, I mean, he asks a lot of questions and genu- genuinely cares about the answer. And two, he is a, as you know, as he makes fun of you, he makes fun of me. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that- has a th- term for that. I don't think we can say it on the air. <laughs> no. He's very intense. He's a very intense guy, but he's a very smart, cerebral guy. And so I'm excited about what he's doing. And from a <laughs> recruiting standpoint, he's really, he's, he's hit the ground running pretty hard. But one of the things about Mike Leach that people really didn't know is how intense the practices were. And how he conducted his offseason. The strength staff is still in place. They're still doing, they're conducting practices pretty much the same way they always have. And to win at Mississippi State, you got to be a little bit different. It doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, baseball, women's basketball, you got to be a little bit more blue collar. You got to have an edge to you. And that's one of the things I really like about our program is we really have a blue collar edge to our football program. Zach Arnett's a big Southern Rock guy, too. As <laughs> he is, he is. He's a Molly Hatchet. Uh, Almond Brothers, he is. Leonard Skinner. He, he, he's he's into that kind of stuff, and, and can quote you the lyrics. Yeah, which yeah. is which is pretty phenomenal. Not not what I was expecting out of Zach Arnett when when we because you know you, there is a time whenever you talk to coaches away from the practice field. We we had some conversations with Dan Mullen off the record and stuff like that, and you really get to know who they are. Zach Arnett kind of surprised me with his personality when the mics are turned off. And what he knows about things other than football. Yeah. That was the thing about Mike Leach that was pretty cool. And Dan, to be honest with you, those guys were kind of astute on things other than football. Mm -hmm. You mentioned blue collar. I think that's what made men's basketball so enjoyable. Because they just grinded. I mean, grind has become a word at Mississippi State, Anthony Dixon, and we've sort of embraced that. But that team grinded for every ounce of victory that that it got out of that season. And I think that's why fans were so quick to come back to the home flash. And how how much fun was that? Was, I mean, it, you it, forgot you it, forgot how fun men's basketball was. And you look back, you look back when 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 Rick had a lot of success. Rick Stansberry had a lot of success at state. It was guys like Brandon Vincent, Michael Goler, and guys on the defensive end. Hey, the, Timmy Bowers would lock you up. Derek Zimmerman would lock you up. And the excitement of the crowd comes with effort defensively. I mean, there was times and you know that early 2000s we couldn't shoot a lick at times Mm -hmm. but man we would get after you defensively in this past year man i i think of cam matthews i think cam matthews i think brandon vincent man you put him at the top of that snake and i mean just get after it i love that man everybody's been looking for that brandon vincent too that type of player yeah since Since brandon vincent left there's always been 
he could be another Brandon Vincent. And it, this is not a guy, that's not a guy that averaged 25 points a game. That's not a guy that was out there, you know, filling up the basket. He just played defense and rebounded, but we, how he would, was such a key player. How would you think if you're Brandon Vincent right now, living over in Georgia, and knowing that they're still talking about me, me at Mississippi State, not because of the way I could shoot a basketball or how many points I scored, because daggummit, I played hard. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about that 20 years ago, about yeah. how hard a guy played. Please don't remind me that it's been 20 years since Brandon Vincent. <laughs> Every day. I we're getting old, man. I, I really do. Let's talk some baseball. You know, obviously, it really does feel like just the other day we were in the stadium, parade coming in, championship trophy being being hoisted, and now we've you know you've suffered through a couple of, of tough years in a row. New new pitching coach coming in, Justin Parker. Have you had an opportunity to speak with him? I've talked to him just for a brief minute, and here's the thing about Justin Parker: as I've talked to a lot of different guys, you know, within the SEC, some outside the SEC, some guys in the Midwest assistant coaches, head coaches, and everything I've talked to with these guys are like, hey, you're going to like this guy a lot. And, you know, I think he's going to, from a mental standpoint, help our pitching staff out from a from such a great way. And so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, this, this is a big time for us. It's no secret. You know, while I watched LSU the other night, and you think back, it's it's just been two years. I mean, it hasn't been long. And so, you know, you want to get back to that point, of course, but I'm excited about Justin Parker, without doubt. And now you now you kind of wait and see. You know what's it going to look like in the next two months. You know who are you going to bring in? Some of these freshmen, and what's the draft going to do with some of these freshmen? And so it's. Uh, I think everybody understands. You want to get better, and you got to get better. I've, I probably probably value you and Charlie's opinion on Mississippi State and baseball in general more than most podcasters and radio. I don't want to blow your head up here, but in your opinion, do you feel like there needs to be an overhaul with this pitching staff, or are they a couple of pieces away and some developmental things for the pitching coach to kind of get this back on track? I mean, from what you saw last year, what's your thoughts on that? Well, first and foremost, there's a lot of people here that I know and I've known them for a long time. And one is Charlie Smith, who used to be the head coach at Louisville High, and now is the head coach at Winston Academy. That when you sat down, just left. Uh, did he really? Yeah. Okay, thank goodness. Because <laughs> what I was actually going to say is there are a lot of people in this room that understand Bart, I was nowhere near as good as I think I was. Bart <laughs> puts the headset on. Charlie's like, well, time to hit the old I'm dusty trail. Let's see you later. <laughs> we'll see you later, Charlie. I guess he's going to listen to this <laughs> later on. And shout out to he was great. He's a hey, great baseball mind. Oh yeah, and and kind of going back to that point. I mean, I think of guys like Charlie Smith and, and guys, you know, Bill Fryery, who used to coach a lot of little league baseball here. Chris Keen, who's now uh, out at you know Cannon. We learned a lot of baseball. We had some really good baseball people here that taught us baseball. T.J. Jennings. T.J. Jennings was a really good. Baseball. Bobby Bowman was my high school coach, and so Eddie Pierce. I saw Eddie Pierce the other day down in Knox Pater. Had some really good coaches in this area. So, and what was your question? I was trying to. He's trying to name drop over here. I was trying to filibuster until I figured out what your question was. I'm so, talking. what I was saying basically was, do you feel like this is fixable yeah. with the current roster? Do they need? Does it need to be an overhaul? Are they a couple of pieces away? I mean, what what have you kind of seen with what they got and where they need to go? Well, and I I think I mean you can look at LSU and say that. And you see what LSU had two months ago and, and how those guys performed. You, know, you think of Thatcher Hurd. I mean, mm-hmm. when we played them, he was you know, he was struggling a little bit. And so you see guys who have talent. I think we have some guys that are talented. Um, so you kind of wonder about from a mindset standpoint, what does that do? You think of Will Bednar. I mean, he did not have a good outing against Notre Dame a couple years mm-hmm. ago. But he got to Omaha, and it was almost like, he got some confidence against the Texas team that, you know, Kendall Rogers tried to take it hit, but they couldn't hit. 
Yeah. But I mean, and so all of a sudden now I, I'm feeling better about myself. And so I, I think so much about pitching and about baseball is just the comfort level and having confidence. And I think more so when you look at our staff, I don't know if it re- requires just a complete overhaul, but I think it requires a different mindset mm-hmm. when, when you get out there. Yeah, because when you look at that last year, but it was so disjointed. It kind of made its way through the whole pitching staff, yeah. and it's it's hard to really know is it a talent issue or is it a philosophy issue that Mississippi State had, and it, it was so out of whack. It's hard to really lock in on what the the over at from you know guys who came every day to the ballpark, and then that's that's an over you know coin term too that you know guys that show up every day. Everybody shows up every day. But you look at a generational-type player of a Tanner Allen, a generational-type player of a Landon Sims, not just what they did on the field, but how they conducted themselves and how hard they worked off the field. You're, you're going to be much better as a team if your best players are your hardest workers. Mm-hmm. And that's what you had. And so then all of a sudden, those guys leave your program, and you know you, you ask yourself about leadership, not from a coaching staff standpoint, but just on the team. And this is not a knock at those guys. Sometimes guys are not familiar or know how to do that. And then so you have the bad year, and then last year all of a sudden you come out the first weekend and you got a big lead against VMI, you end up losing 14-13, to 13, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, here we go again. Yep. And so it was like we never could recapture that swagger. you got to – what's the old Bull Durham? you got to play this game with fear and arrogance. Yeah, you do. I mean, you have to play baseball with a lot of arrogance mm-hmm. to be successful. Yep. Are you on board with my Tanner Allen is the greatest player in Mississippi State baseball history? Take. Let me. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great. Uh, He's thinking. Hey, let me tell you, you, know, you. The thing about Tanner, going back to that point, is he had, he had that Will Clark type of mentality. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am going to beat you, and I am, and that's one of the great things about being around that 2012, 13, 14 group, and seeing, hey, Kendall Graveman. Will would cut your throat yep. if he walked between the lines and then pray for you when you know when he yeah. cut it. And I mean that was just one of those. Yeah, but th- that 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 throw behind the LSU hitter that was just it just slipped. I the, think. But but you, you have guys, <laughs> that was an accident. You have some guys that are just wired differently. Yeah. That I am. It's like me and my brother. If I play you in ping pong, if I played you in ping pong, Mister Hey Dad. Mm-hmm. And you're not any good at ping pong. I'm not. I'm not. Whatever. I want to beat you as bad as I can beat you. Because I appreciate we're that, though. You know, because we're close. We're, it's almost like when I step out there, I want to be a nice guy, but gum, I'm about to beat you as bad as I can beat you. Guys like that in today's world, used to that was the norm, and yep. now that's the exception. Well, and the thing about Tanner was he could separate that arrogance, as you said, and also the respect for the game, knowing yeah. this game's going to come back around and I'm going to lose. I'm going to go over 4 one day. I've got to be able to maintain that, but he did come to the ballpark every day with that mentality. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's the key is you can't go out there and and disrespect the game and be that kind of arrogant. I think you do have to have a mixture of the two. Oh yeah, I mean we we've all seen some antics from some of these other teams. That's not arrogance. That's yeah. just yeah, that's Mickey Mouse is what that is. <laughs> so I wonder who you're talking about. One of the great they wear about, orange. One of the great no 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 don't get him in trouble. One of the great things about your job is you get to know these guys, and you've been able to keep great relationships with all the Bulldogs who have gone on to the major leagues. I know you, you mentioned Graveman and Hunter Renfro and those guys. 
Is there one road trip in particular you've been to see one of these guys where you're some good trips in Moreland out in Texas and to see Ken's guys beforehand, but before the game we're talking. And so it was, he's been out the Lake 10 coach with the Angels and getting, getting in touch to see. Uh, and, you know, out of the dugout and a ton of Brewers fans are there. We're in Pittsburgh and, and it's almost like, oh man, Brandon Woodruff. And I'm sitting there going, this is so funny, man. Yeah. Just yeah. see these guys because they're really, good guys really good guys to be around so that's that's what's been the coolest part is the, the relationships and um it's and even some of these guys that didn't make it to the big leagues that you thought could that that text and you know during ball games you know we're broadcasting ball games charlie and i and i mean we're getting <laughs> we're getting texts from a lot of former players and some good some bad you know you know so anyway that's what's pretty cool man is this uh this this baseball program for a long time it, i think one of the reasons it's different here than in other places just because Coach Paul really did a great job of making sure those guys kept in touch and stay close with each other. And I think a lot of that started with him and just kind of the relationships that he built as a program and still to this day. You could have played for him or not played for him, but he made sure everybody stayed close. One last thing. You like fried catfish? So here's the thing. You know, 93% of the – U.S. Farm Race Catfish is in Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. And I would venture to say, without doubt, that the best tasting catfish comes from the state of Mississippi. 100%. And talking, you know, you guys are going to talk to Wendell Geesebrek in a minute. I mean, our, our family, our family has known the Geesebrek family for a long time. And when Brett and all those people over in, in Knoxby County, those are people that we know. Hey, I'm excited to be at Lake Tiakata, to be honest with you. I learned how to swim right down here on this dock when I was six years old. I took swimming lessons out here. So I learned how to swim here. We used to, you know, you used to could ski out here. Hey, they've got the best strawberry pie you can possibly want to eat. Well, I, I've already I've already made my case for that. I think this is the best pie in the state. It is. I like pie. It's got great, like great strawberry pie. And so, but the thing is, is when they put it on a buffet, it's like a real slight, small piece, okay? And I... I you That's know, why it's a buffet. You can get three, four pieces. Oh, uh, well, so I, I said something to Steve one time, and I was like, hey, man, bring me the whole pie. I want to cut my own pieces. And he was like, Bart, let me tell you now, three pieces don't come with a buffet now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sweet talk Miss Cheryl to get a big piece. And that's what's that's so cool. Key. You know, we moved back down here a few years ago, and to see Miss Cheryl, to see Lennon, and, you know, Luke now is, you know, I guess three or four generations with, with Lake Tiakata. And I mean, these are people that I grew up with. And, and so this is, it's so cool that you guys are coming down here. We've known about this. We got you down on our territory, Mr. Hey, Dad. <laughs> That's right. I mean, this is, this is a cool place. I appreciate to appreciate you guys inviting me over. Yeah, I am. Bark, we, we knew you would enjoy coming down here and getting yeah. some lunch. Oh, man, yeah. That's, you know, engorge myself on the buffet. Has a chance to politic, too. Yeah. Bart is running for circuit clerk. <laughs> Of Winston yeah. County. Well, you going to give me my stump speech? No, why not? We'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do that later. Bart Gregory, Mississippi which, State. Which, which side of the aisle are you, Bart? Let's go ahead and get to that if you guys don't mind. Bart, one last thing. We'll get you a shirt with a better logo on it. Don't worry about that. Look how huge that logo is. Look at that is. thing. It's the size of a small child's head. You guys, I live the three-stripe line. Oh. <laughs> Bart Gregory. Mr. Corporation over here. Thanks so much. Bro. Appreciate you. We're back to the Catfish Tour in just a moment. Let's take a moment to thank our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. It is summer. It is so hot outside. It's so hot. Milk was a bad choice, but beef is a good choice. So you head over to the grocery stores this weekend. If you're cooking out this weekend, if you're cooking out on the 4th of July, put some beef on the grill. Steaks and burgers, you can't go wrong. 
But if you're doing some pulled beef, you're doing a brisket, a tri-tip, everybody's going to be happy. Nobody shows up at the cookout, smells beef on the grill, and says, yeah, I'm, i, I got to go. Everybody's trying to stay as long as they can, and they're trying to get as much as they can off the grill. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. This weekend, any weekend you're in Starkville, Two Brothers is a great place to go. Enjoy some great food, some great folks, live music on the weekends. It's just a great place to hang out, enjoy yourself, and enjoy a great meal. And again, another Bulldog Initiative business, a place where you know that the dollars you spend go back into MSU athletics. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District with our good friends at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. That's the thing that every business likes to promise you, but they deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have. For over 48 years. And 48 years, you know, really not that long a time for a person. And if you're alive, you have 48 years, you're still young. You're still in your prime. But if you are a business and you've been open for 48 years, that means something. That means you've been around, you've seen it all, and you've taken care of your customers for nearly five decades. That's the kind of resume I want to, t- to deal with when I, with any business. And that's what I get with Advantage Business Systems. If you need technology for your business, give them a call. And then if you need service... Just call them back. No overseas call centers putting you on hold for 35, 45 minutes. No out-of-state technician you got to make an appointment and wait a week on. Mississippi people helping you out, and a lot of times it's going to be the exact same day. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I've been telling you all this time about the Rogue and their collegiate collection. It's just the best around. They've got the polos and quarter zips you're looking for. Again, The state script revolution is here. That's going to be the way of the future. That's what everybody's going to be wearing. They've got it at the Rogue. Get yourself a new polo for this upcoming football season. It's time to change things up. It's time to look your best. You can do that with a polo or quarter zip from the Rogue. I saw a tweet today. Joel Coleman sitting in his studio interviewing uh, Sam Purcell. Coleman's wearing one of those banner M polos. That M is as big as his head. Look at find the tweet. Tell me I'm lying. That banner rim is as small as a baby's hand. It's massive. It's taking up his whole left side. Surprised he didn't tip over from the weight of the decal. Don't do that. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. It's so hot outside, guys. You need to cool down. You need to head over to Dolce and grab yourself a gelato or a milkshake in the afternoon. It's the only reprieve from this oppressive heat. So, you know, if you want to treat yourself to a little something today, head over to 509 University Drive, grab a gelato, grab a milkshake. You will love it, and you will be feeling, A, happy, and B, much cooler when you finish it off. Head over to Dolce, 509 University Drive. If you're watching us on YouTube, on the Super Talk YouTube channel, and you're wondering, hey, they got an interview with Jordan Westburn. <laughs> it's not him, but I promise you I was thinking the exact same thing. This is Luke White. He is the owner. He is the proprietor of this fine establishment. We're trying to get it called the Luke Field Lounge, but right now we're just calling it Lake Tiacata. I think today that works great. I think we're, we're going to go. We, we were able to pull Luke away. He's he's out here getting people straight the refilled. It's he, really wild. He was actually wor- Unlike some people here, there's Robbie Koblenz over there, he's actually working. While we're doing this, <laughs> and uh, first off, this is gonna be the most difficult interview I've ever done uh, because 
look at this plate of food in front of me. I, mm. This is the catfish Orleans. That's great. And I want you to walk me through what, what I'm going to eat very soon. So we have a pan-fried uh, spear catfish, of course, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, cream sauce with two shrimp, two grilled shrimp on top over some cheese grits here, and then our famous green beans here on the left. Hmm. Famous green beans? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't absolutely. get any green beans, I noticed. Well, Robbie's we can share. He's Robbie says, I, want, I want some grit. I just tell him this makes it, this is what makes it healthy, right? Uh, exactly. Right? Yeah, we have to have a salad green. at that point. Have, yeah, this is a salad, basically. My mouth, I just want to tell you. My mouth's filling up right now. Yeah, yeah. Really, there's some saliva issues. Yes. <laughs> I just want to tell you, you know, I've been, I've been trying to lose weight. By the way, yep. every restaurant on this tour is thankful that I am trying to lose weight because if I was just going full <laughs> bore, y'all would lose a lot of money bringing us in here. But I, I, I had a little milestone today. I was under a certain goal. Right. I deserve this. It's a Absolutely. I deserve this. This we're is on vacation. This is vacation. We're at a lake. It's a this vac- is healthy. Vacation. We got green stuff. This yeah. is pan fried. We're good. So this is one of the best kept secrets in Mississippi, in my opinion. There's people who, you know, you want to have a nice day, kind of at the beach. You want to be on the water. I don't think enough people know here in the Golden Triangle area, especially about this place. because. It should be, you know, a line out the door. Right. It's such a great place. Right. We are kind of a, a hidden gem here in Mississippi. Yeah. You kind of get a, a beach, but not without driving the four and a half, five hours down mm-hmm. to the down to the Gulf Coast. But yeah, we uh, we're trying to get our name out, and uh, you guys are helping us do that. So serve great catfish, and I have an all day blast. And after this catfish, we're gonna go for a little walk around the nature trail and burn off some burn off some catfish and burn some calories. No, nobody uh, approved. Nobody's that. Me. Okay. All right. I, I, Sorry. I already walked the wrong way. I've got, I got my Nobody told us about this. Yeah. yeah, my bad. I'm getting my steps in, but that's enough. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, the only other steps I'm taking today are that buffet over there. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Luke, I've been coming here my whole life. You know that. Uh, even when I didn't live in Louisville, I was coming here. And in summertime, we're, we're looking out over here. You got people out here swimming. This was the place to come during the summer to swim, go down the slide and all that stuff. Sunday buffet was incredible, but tell us a little history about Lake Teocotta that people might not know. I mean, this place has been here for a long, long time, and it's a tradition-rich area too. Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, the dam, uh, that, you can't say that word. Uh, oh, bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, mom's yeah. not here. We're good. It's an actual yeah. dam. I'm sorry. I thought there was only seven words. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the dam was built in 1954 by my great grandma. So I'm fourth generation here at Lake Teocotta, and uh, the lake was uh, filled in after a couple of years and then a burger shack and then a smaller restaurant then a bigger restaurant and now it's grown into what we have today which is 74 motel rooms eight cabins 30 rv spots a full service restaurant uh hosts lots of family reunions four or five a week uh church groups uh dinner night out on the town and uh yeah and thunder lightning yeah we've had our proms have been at the absolute bottom that's, of the list. No, yeah, no, no, that's the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, this is this is the greatest. <laughs> Me and Luke had proms here. We had uh, high school dances. With I had one of my sisters had a wedding um, rehearsal dinner here. The I statute mean, of limitations is over, but I heard there were some yeah. shenanigans yeah. over at that house over there. Luke, <laughs> there were some shenanigans. I thought that's why he was over there in the background. And he lived right here on the lake. And uh, Robbie apparently was involved in some high school hijinks back in the day. <laughs> yeah. We have this thing in, at Winston Academy called the Junior-Senior War. I'm sure people have a lot of these around high schools. And so the juniors and the seniors would go to each other's houses and roll, roll the house. We went to Luke's one night. I don't know if his parents know that or not, 
I, we were, I, I was just driving. Town. I didn't. They I don't didn't know. Anything. Yeah, I think we were out of town. I think you got us at a at a but pretty weak moment. Oh, uh, yeah. it's rough. I we know, jumped in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't very stealthy. <laughs> I don't assume there's any superior catfish in the lake, but there are some here on the plate. There are. I think we tried to grow our own catfish, and we uh, it didn't work. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> just better to call superior. Exactly. Tell us about your relationship with them. Yeah. So uh, we used to buy from a, quite a few different catfish sources, you know, throughout Mississippi, and uh, one. Catfish just kind of was superior to the rest. No like, pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, and then, yeah, so I, about two, two and a half years ago, we just started buying strictly superior catfish. Comes in uh, very, you know, very consistent size and taste and everything. So it's it's really good quality. And it's probably the the closest uh, farm to, to Lake Tocata. So all important things here. Today, the catfish is on the buffet. Absolutely. You know, is that every Thursday, or what's, what's the deal with well, it? We switch it up. We switch you it switch up. it up? Yeah. We so I need up. to call ahead of time. Call ahead of time. or, or Luke, out, I need to know, is this a catfish? Yeah, or check out our, our Facebook page. And the buffet is incredible, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to go check out the buffet. Yeah. Well, one thing I remember when I was a kid is every day, the buffet would be on 107.1. Right. Miss Ira would come on there Ira. and say, this is Miss Ira. Yeah. Today, we got fried chicken, we got green beans, we got uh, black-eyed peas, we got a salad, we got a roll, and assorted dessert. Yeah. And that's the menu today at Lake Tiakata. Are there assorted desserts today? Oh, boy. Are there assorted desserts? Can we get some pie? Yeah, absolutely. We can get some pie. So we have uh, four cream pies. Did you just say, uh, huh? Yeah, I think so. I like pie. (laughs) Yeah. Their pie is the best, by the way. Yep. We also have banana pudding out there. Today. Well, that's he is not a banana pudding guy. My bad. It's May on the banana pudding. You have to be careful with this guy. His his food takes are very iffy. I can see that. And the banana pudding thing has put our I just don't like banana stress. Yeah, they're mushy. They just don't well, for me. Yeah, if you want to put me some nice vanilla pudding, a little little cool yeah. on the top. Yeah, of cool hip. Yeah. He, he knows. Deserve. He knows the reference. Yeah, absolutely. He knows the reference. We also have some chocolate soft serve uh, there too. Uh, they do. I see. Yeah, that's so dangerous. We do have assorted assorted desserts. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna check it all out. So, one last thing here. You know, if people want to find out more information, you said the Facebook page. Yeah. But if they want to find out more about this great place, they want to yeah. stay here. They want to bring the family here. What should they do? Yeah. So go to our webpage at uh, ltok.com. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, our Instagram followings uh, getting higher. So yeah, very Just smart. Just check us out right south of Louisville. All right off of Highway 15 and Highway 25. Very smart not to make people spell spell out to you. Exactly. No. website. Yeah, there. just you put it, it close. Put it close. Just getting it figured out. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say thank you, Luke, for having Absolutely. us. This thank place is this place means so much to me. And it's the people here. I mean, the food's incredible. The atmosphere's great. The people here is really what sets you all apart. You'll see Luke every single time you come in here. I saw his dad when I was a kid, his mom, uh, Miss Cheryl. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's really a family atmosphere. And they're here to serve you, and the food's incredible. You got to get poor Miss Cheryl a little extra money today. Absolutely, she, she was not planning on having to put dishes down three, four times for the, for the camera. Absolutely. And listen, yeah, when I was a kid, my grandmother would come here. She was a big Nat King Cole fan. Mister Lennon would come down and send yeah. her some Nat King. Cole. Absolutely, Lennon's here today. He might sing you a song. Absolutely, I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, absolutely. Luke White, Lake Tiakata. Thanks so much. We Thank appreciate. You guys. It. Thank y'all. We are here in beautiful Louisville, Mississippi. Lake Tiakata. Robbie couldn't stop. He can't stop beaming. He is just like the happiest little camper over there. I love it, though, because you don't normally see him happy. This what? man's always got a smile on his face. That's not true. Yeah, it is food so tr- makes me really happy. It is so true. Food makes me happy. It does. Catfish makes me really happy. I, and I got you on that. So we got Wendell Giesbrecht here. He is from Superior Catfish. Fish procurement was the official title you were given 
I don't have a watch on, but about five minutes ago, you didn't have an official. I got you an official title. Thank you, thank you. I think that should come with a raise. I'm <laughs> I totally honest. So, with uh, I think so. So, all right, take us. We we saw you at work when we toured the plant, but I want you to take our listeners through what a day at work is like for you. Well, because it, it, if I just tell people, oh yeah, he eats catfish all day. They they're they're going to have a much different picture in their head of they, what it is you actually do. They don't understand. They don't understand. So go ahead. That don't even scratch the surface no, out like of what he does. It's not. I hear you. Well, well, what my primary job is is to make sure Brent and Pam have something good to sell. That's a good. That's a good start. And uh, and and so we have hundreds of ponds in Oxby County, and we got to make sure that the pond we're going to harvest is taste right. We don't want any algae, any mud, no contamination, no medicated feed. And so we got to have all these samples coming in and we got to double check them. And the way they do that, they put a filet on a paper plate, stick it in the microwave for 30 seconds or a minute. And then just knock yourself out. So with I'm, no seasoning, no breading, no seasoning on. No, it's not even salt. No, and pepper. no, no just, biscuits, no, no grits, no, <laughs> no, no coleslaw, nothing. So I mean, like when when they first described, all right, we're going to the catfish tasting room. I thought we were about to walk in this room with all these fryers, right? And I was gonna be like, this is the greatest job. Now, you were disappointed, weren't you? That might be. The, I don't want to say disappointed because I says it a negative word, but I was surprised. So your expectations weren't as high as they 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 were they weren't met like you thought they were going. Well, they were met by the quality of the fish. I'll say that. I, I know the superior catfish is the best around, but yeah, when I saw you guys just pulling that fish out of the microwave and eating it, I was just like, "No, man, I, I don't. I, I wanted I wanted your job before I walked in the door, and, and then I, when I walked out, I was like, he's good.' And, and uh, we just take a forkful, yeah, stick it in your mouth. It's it's like it, and it's you don't tasting. even eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you just if you think about a wine tasting. And, you know, they put the wine in their mouth, and they swirl it around, and then they, they go in the bucket with it. Same thing. That's right. That's so right. so it's, it's, it's a really a tough job. Yeah, and two, I think that you've been part of that process, too. I mean, on baby fish, uh-huh. in your pond, you never see big enough to sell. How important that is to make out on the shots. So, superior uh, getting. The harvest. Well, yeah, but I mean those guys. Well, farmers, they have very little hired help. They have their kids, their family, their family-owned farms. And Superior is owned by a lot of these farmers. And because back when the catfish business was started, the farms were too small, we couldn't get any other processing plant to come get our fish. So we had to start our own. Let me ask you this. You know, if you get a bad piece of catfish, you know it, right? It, yes, that's, you know, that's that's just it's quick. But how how subtle can you be? I mean, how little difference can there be sometimes where you're like, that's just not quite right? Well, that's, you know, we have three or four people, and taste is subjective. Mm-hmm. And so it gets to be a challenge sometimes. Will this work or will it won't? And sometimes you just have to go with your gut feeling. Sounds like, I mean, you know, we talk about your gut feeling. I mean, you eat catfish <laughs> all day. So you <laughs> talk about trusting your gut. You really <laughs> legitimately and literally are doing that. Just one last question. You've been with the Superior for a long time. And we talk, we've talked at every stop about, the way it's a, it's sort of the family atmosphere at that company. Is that something you feel even in the tasting room with all of the people you work with? Right, right. It's just everybody feels like they're just out here to put a good product out, and if it's not good enough, uh, I'm like, come on, ladies, we need to we need to run this fish. And they say, you know, it's just not good. Yeah. So that's the way it is. You got to listen to them. Wendell Geesbrecht, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Catfish, Thank you. great stop. And if your catfish isn't right, 
Don't blame him because he 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 wasn't his fault. Call, call, call Pam. It's her call somebody else. You get Pam on that. So. Blame somebody else. Blame somebody else. Thanks, Brett. Thanks for that, Wendell. Yes, sir. We're wrapping up things here at Lake Tiacata. I want to say something here. Everybody's come over to Robbie. Robbie, you've done such a great job. Robbie, fantastic work, Robbie. I'm just sitting over here like a pile of mashed potatoes. Nobody's even looking at me. I think people are surprised that I've like got cameras around me and stuff because I was such a loser in high school. I think they're surprised you you not in parchment. From that too. Way I'm, I'm I'm looking at these people. So wow, we, we can't believe you're not in prison right now. You're still Congratulations, great job. One thing for sure, I need to tell Brent. We got to. I don't know who sells superior catfish in Vicksburg. We're doing a Vicksburg show because I'm going to have to. I want this kind of adulation. We're going to have to do it in the St. Al gym. Now, just set up a bunch of tables. I don't know, man. When I was in high school, I didn't have air conditioning. I don't know if it, if it does now or not. <laughs> yeah, mine was the same way. Well, I don't want any part of that. I went I went to mine for graduation. My, my niece graduated a yeah. couple months ago. And graduation used to be dreaded among everyone. It was no AC. There was no AC. And yeah. it was late May. It was 100 degrees. I, went, I was cold the other day. There you go. Air conditioning in there. Catholic school, we had the graduation at the church. So there you go. Yeah, so made it work it was all the lord likes his air conditioning you know? yes you're right we, we keep we keep it cold in the catholic you're right so. all right so we got one more stop to make on this leg of the uh the, the spear catfish tour uh you're going to get one of the rarest things you can possibly imagine that is a saturday thunder and lightning we will be in algoma mississippi at seafood junction on saturday july the 15th we're taking next week off our production crew is getting a little well-deserved break, and uh, we will be back on Saturday, July fifteenth, and that will be for dinner at the Seafood Junction. And they better have that buffet. They better be stocked. I'm, 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 I'm going to show up ready. To, I'm yes. going to show up ready to play. We're coming to do work. Uh, what Bar Gregory said: show up at the stadium every day. I'm going to show up at the Seafood Junction. Yeah, this is it's, ready to work. It, it's game time. All right, so that'll be July fifteenth. Don't miss that if you're in that area. Our plans. I'm not going to tell you who we've got just yet, but we we were hopeful we've got a couple of Bulldog legends who are going to be joining us for that uh, for that particular stop. So we'll do that on July 15th. We may have some more stops planned for you. It just depends on whether or not anybody wants to, you know, do any more work with us. <laughs> we've done a good enough job. Hey, the way they're getting fed the last few weeks. I, I think that's a good point. They're just like, look, we're just show up and they're giving, they're just putting food on the plate. Look, man. Why would we not keep coming? All right, we'll do that, hopefully. Well, hopefully we'll make that happen. All right, until then, Robbie and I will be back on Monday. We 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 may have to play the Cruton song on our Monday show. We we There's a lot of smoke about Mississippi State being able to pull in a recruit, a big-time recruit this weekend. We'll see if that happens. Uh, plus, we've got plenty of football talk. Next week, our opponent preview is the Auburn Tigers. Uh, our SEC preview, uh, I think you said South Carolina, and then somebody tw- tweeted at us and said we've already done South Carolina. We'll figure it out. I hope you're keeping up with us. I, I was, because I'm not. And then I didn't. And then I deleted something, and now I'm just trying to make it go as we go. I'm putting all this on you. That's All right. Guys, have a great weekend. Back with you on Monday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.